0: You're tuned into Bible Snacks, not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. Let's talk about grass today. Okay. Yeah, um, because, you know, we need some grass. We do. Uh, We need a lot of it because we had our septic redone. Now we are left with a hundred foot long by four foot wide uh, patch of dirt. And I've emptied, well, rocks. (laughs) (laughs) And I've emptied a whole bag of grass seed on it, and nothing's happening.
1: Because it it fell on stony ground, maybe? Well, yeah.
0: Well, that's part (laughs) of it. But I don't know. I mean, I did the best I could. I just threw some grass seed out there.
1: You're just winging it. Yeah. Well, you do know that it takes a little more than just winging it, right?
0: Well, uh, it's grass seed. How hard can it be to, you know,
1: it's... Did you read the instructions?
0: I uh, glanced at the back of the bag, and there was a lot of words. And I just thought, it's grass. (laughs) Just throw the seed, right?
1: Gotta read the fine print, man. Okay, so I have some (laughs) instructions here for you.
0: You looked it up. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because we weren't growing grass, so I had to look up what you did wrong. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay, so according to Scott's website, there are nine steps
0: Nine. See, yeah. that's why I didn't. read Nine steps to plant some grass. That's
1: well. It's the short version anyway. Okay. So what is it? Yeah. Step one. Time it right. Step two. Choose the correct grass seed. Step three. Test your soil. Four. Prepare your soil. Five. Even out the surface. Six. Seed and feed on the same day. Seven. Cover up. Eight. Keep on watering. And nine. Maintain your lawn. Yeah seems simple
0: but who wants to go through all of that when you could just throw some grass seed out there and Mm -hmm. hope for the best but uh, yeah well it didn't work for us and so now I've got to read the directions and I got to actually do what it says because my strategy is not working but it gets me thinking about just winging it because a lot of times you know well we just wing it here and sometimes (laughs) in life we just (laughs) wing it and and, yeah and some sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't go so well with grass seed it turns out that's probably something you're not supposed to just wing and i'm thinking hey maybe we shouldn't just wing it with sharing the gospel Mm. um i mean there's certainly times when spirit speaks right through us at a certain time and we're like talking and, and saying the right thing but um when you look at even the directions of the grass seed, there's a lot we can learn just from that on, on spreading the gospel. I, what I'm getting at is I think we should be a whole lot more strategic um, in sharing the gospel because that's part of our
1: mm-hmm.
0: calling, right?
1: Well, we are supposed to spread freely. We are supposed to absolutely throw it everywhere. Yeah. But is that the only step that we're supposed to do?
0: And, and is it the the best method. I mean, could we be more effective with our time and our resources and our energy if we put a little bit more thought into it behind it? I mean, we all know the scriptures where it talks about, you know, preaching the word, being prepared in season and out. So we should always be ready at any point to just, you know, share the gospel um, on a whim. But we also know that uh, the scripture talks about, you know, Apollos watered and I planted, but who brings the increase
1: god brings the increase and it's important that we point that out we're not saying that you know we can do anything to change the growth of it um that's entirely dependent on god to give the increase But, but
0: we're called to plant and water correct yeah so that's in the great commission is god's calling us and he's telling us he's charging us hey guys you know do this um You know, the Great Commission, I'll read in Matthew 28, um, starts at verse 18. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And what... I see people remembering the most from that is, you know, go out into all the world and spread the gospel. Right. And that's that's usually where we always see the Great Commission use is, hey, hey we're gonna go, spread. Yes. But look at what the scripture, the command is saying. It's saying, uh, go therefore and make what?
1: Disciples. Disciples. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And that's a little bit more in depth than just throwing the gospel out there. Right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> little disciples popping up, <laughs> yeah. yeah, some blades of grass. Like you're a disciple, and you're a disciple. No, it's not that simple. It takes time, yeah. and it takes growth.
0: And it's it's making that disciple, mm-hmm. and a disciple is someone who's going to be going to be a student of the word, a, a follower. Right. And then, furthermore, if that's not enough, it says. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a set it and forget it. Right. Like with the grass seed. (laughs) (laughs) You know, don't just wing it. Those instructions you read, it was like prepare the ground. And then once you plant it, um, what was the last step?
1: Maintain your lawn.
0: Maintain your lawn. And what's the step before that?
1: Keep on watering. Keep on watering.
0: Did you water? No. Just curious. God brings the water. right? Well, no. Apollo's watered. Uh, No, I didn't water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The hose, that's really far out there. It's like 100 feet. So, what I'm getting at is the water. (laughs) The water, it takes work. And... If with a disciple, we share the gospel with someone, they believe they get saved, but then like that's not the end of the story. And I think a lot of people—I'm not judging any, any ministries out there. I mean, it's good to one—I know one watered, one planted, but we share the gospel, and then we need to pour into that person.
1: Right. I think a lot of times it's easy to say, "Well, that's not my my strength." You know, I'm I'm the type I'm on fire and I want to go spread the gospel, but you know, like. Teaching people, you know, I can tell them how how to get saved. I can share the gospel with them. But, you know, as far as growing them and walking alongside of them, that's not really my strength. And, you know, it's something that you do hear often in church where sometimes people shy away from it.
0: But this is a good point. But this is also the verse that pretty much every church uses as the Great Commission, meaning we have all been given this call to go and make disciples Mm -hmm. so it's like we're we're quick to grab onto it and say yeah go and spread the gospel but um what about the make disciples part right um
1: so have you ever considered the verse before the one that you just talked about um saying go into all the world and proclaim the gospel um have you read verse 14
0: well i mean we all think of the great commission as go yeah. So, no, we don't really read before that.
1: You just go. Don't think <laughs> <Just> about <go. laughs> it. Okay. Well, I think it's really important to read it all, kind of like the instructions on the graph. <laughs> <seat>. Of course. <laughs> Maybe check the step out before it. <laughs> read
0: the whole book. Okay.
1: No, just the verse before. <laughs> so, yeah, have you ever read it? What does it say? You don't have it.
0: Uh, Afterward, he appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table. And he reproached them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen. And then verse 15, it goes into the Great Commission. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel.
1: That's a pretty packed verse, isn't
0: it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't really consider that before. What, what was happening right before that?
1: Um, Jesus had appeared to two disciples, um, and they didn't recognize him. And then they did at some point, and they realized it was Jesus who had resurrected. And he, they went back, and they told the rest of the disciples. And in verse 13, it says, And they went back and told the rest, and they did not believe them. Hmm. And then it starts first verse 14, where you were just at. Afterward, he appeared to the eleven They were reclining at the table and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had risen. Hmm. So immediately after that, he rebuked them. I would have loved to know how that conversation went. (laughs) But then he tells them, now go. Yeah. You guys didn't believe the truth. I'm rebuking you, however that looks or sounds. And now I'm telling you to go out there and proclaim the gospel. And what do you think that they ran into when they went out to proclaim the gospel?
0: Unbelief. Yeah. Yeah. And hardness
1: <laughs> of heart. Yeah. They the, ran into exactly what they were. What they probably. just
0: were. Yeah. Wow. So what you're saying is the most well known, most proclaimed part of scripture that the church uses as our uh, charge, the Great Commission. Right before Jesus said that, he had rebuked the disciples.
1: For their unbelief and (laughs) hardness of heart, yeah.
0: (laughs) That is shocking. I mean, I've never considered that. Therefore, we shouldn't be surprised with the response that we get when we share the gospel. And when you think about it, the message that we're sharing is pretty unbelievable,
1: so why do we think we're any different in what we're going to approach um, when we go out into the world? We're going to run into unbelief and hardness of hearts. Yeah. And that's where these steps of, are so important. What we were just talking about with the grass seed.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's strategy right there. Um, it shows that we should be more intentional about how we share the gospel and, um, you know, think and in, in praying about each of those steps, you know the people we're encountering are going to have hardness of heart. Right. So what is it that we need to do to help break that up? Obviously pray, but also talk to them and see, you know, what is it that's going to relate to this person that is going to, like you've heard the phrase, you know, meet somebody where they are, where their level of understanding is to try to introduce them to God.
1: Right. And, you know, growing up, I heard so many times, uh, from just different people at church, you know, when you'd say about praying for somebody, rather it was, you're going to share the gospel with them or approach them on a matter it was always, you know, pray that the Lord softens their heart. And I never really understood it until reading that scripture earlier, that hardness of heart comes in so many forms and we, we should be praying for that because yeah, we're going to approach it on many levels.
0: And you know, a lot of the times, honestly, in Christian circles, what I hear is people just saying, oh, I'm just trying to get this person to church, or I wish they'd come to Bible study, mm-hmm. or I wish that person would um, do more. And it's like, are we wanting to see actions from people that they would be more, we want to say spiritual, where we should really just be praying for their heart, praying that God is preparing softening the their heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, preparing the soil, Absolutely. because that's where it all starts. I mean, the disciples had it, and they overcame that, and then that's where they could believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what we can take away from this is rethinking evangelism. How about we just pick one thing that we can take away and say, let's start with the hardness of heart, right? Think about the people that you know that need Jesus in their life. And instead of thinking about, how you're gonna witness to them or convert them or what you're gonna do, just pray. Pray for their heart, that God would soften their heart. That God
1: would prepare the ground Yeah. before you just wing it.
0: Let's start there.